solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Seven. Bagman and Crouch. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And, and this is Potter Watch. And I'm Ira Glass. <laughs> That's the only one I do. <laughs> and sip. Mm, I'm getting a lot of legs and some earthy tones. Ooh, some earthy tunes. Mm. Mm. A, little, a little swish. Swish. Oh, what are the, what swish are the, what are the, the, they're like, they're like <laughs> five S's of wine tasting. Um, smell. swirl. Oh. Oh, yeah. Swirl. Swirl. Smell. Scent. Um. Swig. <laughs> um. Spit. No, spit's at the end. You have the option to spit or swallow. Mm. Okay, I have an appropriate joke. Is that a blowjob joke? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, my, I told my friend, because I was, like, wine tasting where I learned all this, and I, like, sent her the five rules, and she was like, it sounds like the five rules of, like, blowjob. Just like, suck. <laughs> it's just funny that the option to spit or swallow is one of the five S's. Like, the climax, you could say. <laughs> Spit out my wine. Did you spit or swallow? <laughs> I swallowed. Oh, God. <laughs> Inappropriate on Potter Watch this morning. We have an E for a reason, people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Explicit on NSFSWs. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yes, welcome. We're all here because we know that the Bulgarians have one. The snitch. Um, Victor Crumb on their banners. Oh, I completely <laughs> forgot. You really set me up for that and I'm did sorry. not give me any clues. It's sorry, been two I'm weeks. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was just trying to be collaborative. Yeah, it really works. <laughs> okay, well, so this is chapter seven, Bagman and Crouch. Or as you named it. I love magic. I was doing it based on that line in I the movie magic. when Harry like walks into the tent for the first time and he's yes. like, I love magic. I used to love that line I when I was too. a kid. I still like, like it. I mean, I still really like it too, but I just remember like when I first saw that movie, like that line just made me smile so big. And ABC Family really used that line a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. miss their Harry Potter Me begins. too. Did we talk about this on the podcast already? I don't... I don't know. We were talking about it on our group chat. Yeah, because I just, as much as I love that I have easy access to the Harry Potter films on my TV no matter when I, like, or am my computer yeah. because of HBO Go, I... But I always had that easy access because I always I, had the DVD. Right. So I liked the Harry Potter weekends even Same. though they had commercials. No, I liked it because of that. Yeah. I don't know. My... Griffin and I have, like, a weird thing about this, because I love watching a movie on TV, and he hates it. I'm like, it's just, like, a different experience. It's, like, 
you can turn it off at the next commercial break, even though you never do. Or you can like tell yourself, I'm going to do 10 sit-ups at the next commercial break. Or even though you like, never do. Never do. <laughs> never do. But, or I can, I can go to the bathroom. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, or I like, feel so it makes productive. It, it makes me feel like I can do multitask better. Yes. Like I have some, my laptop up and then I'm obviously going to watch Harry Potter. But yeah. then when it's not on, when it goes to commercial, that means I can focus on what's on my exactly. laptop. Even though I never do. Right. I'll go in and out. I'll go in and out. But if it's just like on there and there are no commercials, I'm just gonna watch the movie. I'm too com- like it's too much of a commitment. Whereas like not even just Harry Potter, but any like movie on TV, I feel like low stakes. Like I didn't take the time to put this in. Like I probably missed the first ten minutes. Yeah. Like I don't know. I just there's something about it. And I think when I was younger, we like didn't have very many TV channels, and like we didn't have like a guide or mm-hmm. anything, so we never knew what was like. Yeah, flipping through the channels is fun too. And then if you caught the end, and then like the WB logo started, my sister and I would be so excited because we're like, oh my gosh, which movie is it gonna be? Like, is it Matilda? And then like, you know, as soon as like something would start, we'd be like, oh my god, it's Princess Diaries! Like, we'd be so excited, and it was like this thrill to like watch something on TV. I totally remember that. I did that a lot with Disney yeah. Channel. A lot with ABC Family. This was mostly ABC Family and a little bit of TBS. Yeah, now this freeform bull spit. Yeah. Bull spit, what's that from? Um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, the TV version. Yeah. <laughs> Which we would know because we watched it on freeform so many times. Uh, ABC Family. ABC Family, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, exactly. Uh, okay, great tangent. Great okay. tangent. All so, right. So, I love magic. So, what's your title? Magic Across the Map. Oh my god, that's an amazing title. <laughs> it's so cute. It is really cute. <laughs> it's so fitting because we're meeting so many different cultures in this. That's what I wanted to include. I'm so glad you picked it up. Yeah. It. Oh my goodness, Molly. Kudos, kudos. Clap, clap, clap. Points for Ravenclaw. That's really what I wanted to encapsulate was like this intercultural or cross cultural magic. So mm-hmm. I had to do my alliteration. It's my favorite. You were V successful. Thank you. Can you um, tell us what happened in this chapter real quick? I sure can. Like in a poem. Oh, you know, I have a poem ready. Oh, perfect. You're right. Okay. Pitching giant tents. Wizards fail to be muggles. Bertha's still missing. So, you know, not very poetic. I just really told you what happened. I know what that was like. Perfect. Mine's pretty similar. Pitch tents like muggles. Meet and greet with many wizards. Don't bet on bagmen. This was like all That's like from, a foreshadow. Yeah. Like your haiku is a little bit of a foreshadow because we don't know sneaky. why. Yeah, sneaky. These are from like a week ago, so I didn't know what I was about to read, honestly. And I was like, oh, thank God I pulled through this. I, I reread it like before we started because I was like, I have no idea what this is. I was honestly, it was a blessing that I even remembered to write a haiku because I don't I believe I could have done it right now. No, I could not These have. notes are about to be like an experiment because I have Same. three pages of notes. Three and a quarter, honestly. Wow. I don't, I have like a normal amount. It's Unless, kind of a long chapter, actually. What chapter is this? Chapter seven. Seven. Oh, never mind. I don't have three and a half. I just have. Did you already do chapter eight? Huh? No, no, no. This is like 
the for this is uh, uh, chapter six. six. Um, gotcha. Where does chapter six Ooh, end? Um, oh, oh! I only did one page. Wow. Yes. Wow, you really sold us. Oh okay. no, no, no! Sorry. Just to clarify for the listeners, I have two and a quarter pages. Um, for this chapter, I had one page for the other chapter. Awesome. I also have a little fan theory for this chapter. Mm. So we'll get to it. Wow, okay. We haven't done Molly's fan theory corner in a while. Yeah. Name we pending. Should, yeah, we should, have, <laughs> we should have come up with a better name for that. <laughs> Why are we so insane today? Um, yeah, so we'll come back to that corner. <laughs> put me in a corner for that. <laughs> Don't put Molly in a corner. Hashtag the good kind of Molly. Do you remember that from I just edited it, so. Um, Hashtag the good kind of Molly. I'm always To be honest, I had forgotten that we had come up with that beautiful, or you had come up with that beautiful hashtag. I don't remember what was going on last week, but that's all a fever dream to me. We definitely talked about Molly, um, the drug, and the country. I've never done Molly the drug. You mentioned that. So I don't know for what. um, I said sweating. Like, you're sweating like you're on Molly. And that was your exact response was, I've never done Molly, so I wouldn't know. And I was like, well, it's, like, just a common thing. I'm just, like, a good, a good girl. Well, and so. then we were talking about Molly Weasley Ops. Ops. And well, she was she's not, not. Exactly. Wow. We're just having the same conversation yeah. over again. You're Don't welcome. you love it? <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, uh, yeah, let's get let's right power in. power through. Kilt and poncho. Thy length galoshes with tweed suit. Is this an alternate haiku or an alternate poem? <laughs> this is me trying to read my notes from two weeks ago. Um, I think I am, in fact, referring to um, a wizard's outfit trying you to be muggle. Are. Yeah. yeah. Um, the poncho is too The much. poncho with the kilts, oh, yeah. with the galoshes and the tweed suit. That's just a lot going on. Well, those are two different people. Oh, okay, galoshes and tweed suit, and then... And then, yeah, poncho and kilt. It kind of reminds me of... Remember in college when we were like, I wonder if there's any Lilo and Stitch fan fiction? I never uttered those words. But you don't remember (laughs) us looking it up? And then we started reading it, and it went into, like, detail about how Lilo's older sister was wearing, like, jeans with a... With a skirt crop over top. top, a crop top and a skirt over top of her jeans. I honestly couldn't even tell you another character's name besides Lilo or Stitch. Okay, I thought you were going to be like, besides Lilo, and I was going to be like, Molly. <laughs> and even then, I sometimes quibble on which is which. No, I know. I know, but still. I, I just... don't think I can name one either, and I used to love that movie when I was a you kid. You don't know the sister's name? No, that's why I said Lilo's sister. Isn't it like Ohana? No, Ohana means family. Oh, duh. No one gets left behind! Yeah, duh, duh. Um, I don't know. I've probably seen the movie once when I was babysitting, so. Well, someone didn't have a child. <laughs> I didn't have Disney Channel. Did you not hear my sad story about not having many channels? Lilo and Stitch had the Disney Channel. Disney Channel had the Lilo and Stitch TV show, Lilo and Stitch the Film, came out in theaters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, didn't catch that, so. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you 
roller coaster. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a Disney movie in theater, like a cartoon Disney movie in theaters. You really didn't have a child. <laughs> so, like, wait, what, what wait, other is, one? isn't Harry Potter technically Disney? No, like a, a, cartoon, a cartoon. cartoon. It's a cartoon. Um. Okay. Well. Um, like Shrek, does that count? Yeah. Is that Disney and Pixar? I think it's no. Stream that's DreamWorks. Stream, so, so no. No. Shrek I saw doesn't Shrek. count. Shrek is great. Yeah. We I need to have another Shrektacular. Maybe that's what we'll do for the Fourth of July. <laughs> we'll just watch Shrek. Um. Okay. Give me another movie. Um. Oh wait, I lied. I did see Prince of Egypt. Not Disney. Yes. I don't think Prince of Egypt is Disney. And I saw Anastasia in theaters. Not also Disney. not Disney. I know. Wow, you have my boycott. You have an anti-Disney boycott. An you anti-Disney. Princess no. and the Frog, no. Tangled. These are all more older, no. and you're not like a cartoon person, so you wouldn't like yeah. use your adult money to go. I maybe saw Monsters Inc., but again, that was like Pixar. I think it's Pixar Disney though. I think that's a dual. And I'm not Toy even. Toy Story. No Toy Stories. I saw Toy Story the last one in, in theaters. theaters. Okay, then you have. Okay. Wow. One. Wow, we we really as an adult. we dug we dug deep. <laughs> Cause like, what else came out like the same time as like Lilo and Stitch and stuff? Cause that was like our childhood, right? Yeah, um, I don't think I saw. I like right now. It's like a time where kids can go to the movies, but like I feel like our Disney. I feel like we didn't go to the movies that much. Like I saw Harry Potter. Same in theaters, and like we saw the Santa Claus, and it messed up. Like, it skipped or whatever with my dad. I think my mom was sick and my dad had to get us out of the house. So he took us to see Santa Claus. Yeah. I had two traumatizing experiences in the theater as a child. One, my um, nanny tried to take me to Jumanji and I freaked out. Obviously. Look up when that movie came out. Jumanji? No. Not in theater. Yes. That's an old movie. Yeah, it's in the 90s. I don't know. I was young, and she took me, and I freaked the nugget out. The okay. new Jumanji's... Well, I like the old Jumanji, too. I love the new Jumanji, though. So funny. I've seen it twice, voluntarily. I would see it again. Like, I saw it in theaters, and then I watched it on the plane. Oh, that's a great plane movie. Yeah. Karen Gillum is a gift. And I don't like Jack Black. Sorry, nobody hate me. But um, I, I thought with he was the really good in that movie. I liked him. And I don't hate Jack Black, but I know most people do. Give me the original. But anyway, I also had a traumatizing experience. My mom took me to see my dog skip. Ooh, rough. And I sobbed literally the whole night. Like, my mom, inconsolable. My mom could not stop me. That shovel with the dog scene couldn't, like, I'm still this way with animal movies. So, like, I think the movie I cried hardest on in my childhood, like, in my adulter childhood. 1995. So you would have been one. Yeah, so maybe not in theaters. <laughs> maybe we tried to watch it at home or something. Yeah. Like, we got it from Because I was, like, Princess Bride for me. I was, like, really young when I saw it. Still a great movie. But it was traumatizing the pig part. Yeah, I think... I just remember, like, I could not handle it. Like, I was so scared. Well, I couldn't handle Prince, uh, Prince of Egypt. <laughs> oh, I loved Prince of Egypt. I know, but there's a really scary part when, like, all the children are dying and stuff. Yeah, that is rough. I think I you cried mean, yeah. a lot. I used to, oh, that was my favorite cartoon. And Anastasia was really scary, like, Oz Rescue. Anastasia is scary. The ice, oh my god. 
Daspidanya. I used to Anya. cry at the beginning of Anastasia every time. Yeah, I mean, it's really upsetting. Devastating. Although not quite as upsetting about what actually happened because I read way too much into that rabbit hole. I, like, you've told me it before. We I, don't need to. We just... don't need to ruin this for the, the listeners. She does not make it. None of them do. Okay. I also love the different outfits. <laughs> <laughs> but also, wizards really lack common sense. Like, I think we talked about this in the last chapter. Like, I love that this happens, but it's just, like, a complete lack of just, like, common sense. It's a complete lack of common sense. It's also a complete lack of just, like, I just, like, don't believe it. Because their clothes aren't that different. They could easily just wear a sweater. Like... And trousers. Right. Like, they own it. They own it. They just have to take off the cloak. Yeah, but do you think... Like, I think I made this argument before. Like, I don't think Dumbledore wears trousers under his robe. Fair. But I don't think that's the case for most wizards. Like, I feel like Dumbledore is from, like, an older generation. Like, the oldest, perhaps, (laughs) generation living. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he is an older generation, but I also think that the movies fudged on the costumes, which of course we've talked about. And yeah. I think the way that J.K. Rowling envisioned it is that they're not wearing muggle clothes, like at all. Yeah, I just don't understand what they're wearing, like basics and just like knickers. So you think like Lucius Malfoy <laughs> is wearing? Oh, he's commando all the way. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's probably wearing, like, one of those, like, long, black, kind of dress-looking things. But they, like, the kids wear pants. It, again, in the movies. No, but I feel like in... But they do say, like, the kids have an easier time. Yeah. But they're just, like... But, like, it's part of the Hogwarts uniform. So, like, they should know. I... I... I I don't know for sure, but I feel like... Because I think that's, like, how it became... Like, they, like, that's how it translated into real life, but I think when J.K. Rowling was writing it, she was just, like, picturing, like, robes, and it was, like, completely different clothing. Fair, but I... they We do hear when they're not in wizard... When they're not in, like, clothing that, yeah. like, Ron and his siblings wear pants. So, like... Yeah. We know that the parents know to dress their children in some sort of pant and top. Well, and obviously Mrs. Weasley makes them the sweaters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What do they wear with the sweaters? That raises a great point. No pants, apparently. <laughs> according to this. <laughs> Stop saying knickers. <laughs> what was that? There's like a quote like, um, Bubba's knickerbockers. Oh, um, Dudley's. <laughs> knickerbockers no longer fit. And they don't make knickerbockers quite big enough anymore. Do know we have that. any, like, English listeners or, like, UK listeners? I, God, I hope not. I Only hope because not of this too. atrocious accent. But I also, like, have to say, I've been watching, so I've been writing a fan fiction and I needed inspiration for, like, rich socialites in the UK. 
and oh darling why didn't you call well you, you were away on vacation <laughs> so i was on holiday you're on holiday <laughs> you're on holiday babes so i started watching this show and like just i was like gonna watch one or two episodes just to like get a feel for how they talked and how they lived is their this life. like a bbc show uh uh, it might be Channel 4, which is more like a younger, I don't know where it comes on. It's on Hulu for us, so it was free, um, and it's called Made in Chelsea. Oh, I think I've heard of this. And I've watched two seasons. Is it, like, Made, M-A-I-D? No, it's M-A-D-E. Like, it's just basically, like. So it's not, like, Made in Manhattan. No, it's, like, um, <laughs> The Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, but for Chelsea. I gotcha. And, like, it's drama, drama, drama all the time, and babes. Babes? No, babe, let me tell you, that's not what happened. I think that was Australian. Babe? No, that's how they say it. I'm just saying what you just said oh, was, yes. like, Australian. Well, maybe like it was. like, a pretty good Australian, I would say. Oh, thank you. I can never do an Australian on cue. Only on accident. <laughs> yeah, only after a drunken night. Um, Portia Durassi, a.k.a. Ellen's wife. I, um... I, I know I did That was for the listeners. I know I said it to you, but it was to the listeners, um... She, like, dropped into a perfect Australian accent. Like, she was talking, and then she's, like, telling a story, and she's, like, this Australian chick came up to me and said, and then just, like, dropped into this, like, perfect Australian accent, and I was, like, OMG, what just happened? Uh, were you just <laughs> talking to Portia Del Rossi? Did you get invited to their party? I wish. No, it was, like, a TBT, throwback Thursday, to Portia's first um, time on the Ellen oh, show. Oh, did you cry? Well, this one wasn't sad. It was just, like, the first time that she was on, right after they got married, which was so sweet. And she's yeah. so sweet. She's just like, I just love you so much, and you're so caring, and you're, like, very neat, and, like... Yeah, and then and Ellen was like, you're not me. <laughs> yeah, but Ellen loves her so much. I like, know. every time she has her on, she's like, oh my god, she's so beautiful. I just like looking at her, like, look at that smile, look at that face. And I just, I am so in love with their love. Now, when Portia gave Ellen her latest you're, birthday oh, gift. cried. I cried. It was so emotional. Oh, update. I did get really teary during one of the, um. Queer Eye? Yeah. <gasps> Which one? Well, now I can't remember because we were watching them back to back. It might have been the first one with the mom from church. Oh, I sobbed. Sure, it could have been that. I think it was like at the end of that one. Mm-hmm. I was like, when they're all crying and she's like, "Come here, Anthony. I know you don't like Anthony, but like, oh no, that was really sweet. That whole part was sweet, but also when she was just like talking about, um, oh yeah, like at the church and just like oh, it was just Accepting she was her like son yeah, and stuff she was like just that. like um. With six gay men today, and it was like really sweet. But then also, I think I got a little um choked up at the second one when he proposed to Shan Shan. Oh, I cried then too. I um, cry at almost every I know queer eye episode. It just makes me very emotional, like in a good way. Like it's just no, like, I know. a cathartic good cry. There was just one that like hit me more than the others, and I I think it was the first one because that one was really and she was just so sweet to them. She was such a kind kind woman. Yeah, and like I just love when she's like going down the line and then she gets to Jonathan and then Jonathan was the only one that was like no this is you're talking about yourself like he's the only one that kind of yeah. turned it back on her which was just why, why Jonathan's a sweet Jonathan's angel the oh, I love Jonathan so much yes Mr. Weasley, though, should be better at the muggle clothes like we talked about this he should be better are you with the money right now too yes he should be better about all muggle things I 
my note on this is it's less complicated than wizard money. Like, it says the number on it. Like, it literally says the number on it. Like, galleons to sickles doesn't make any sense. It's like 17 sickles to a galleon. Also, I don't know if, Ben, you'll ever listen to this, but I heard Jim Dale say nut. Newt. He said newt. He didn't say canut. Don't. Why would you say that with it recorded? I know, but I don't think Ben listened. He doesn't. So, but I'm going to get caught up, though. He's going to get bored one day. This is for you, buddy. This is your reward for listening. He's going to be impossible. This is your reward for listening, but Jim Dale said newt. They say nut in the movie, though. But I always say cunut. I don't think that's wrong. I think however you pronounce it is right for you. Thank you. Like, I say cunut sometimes. It's like this. I also say frenzy. Okay, that's definitely wrong. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wow, you flipped on me so No, fast. I was kidding. That was a joke. It's like how um I used to say Accio all the time, but then I say Accio now because you say Accio. Do I? Because I feel like I go back and forth between Accio and Accio. Right, like, yeah, but I think you're the first one that yeah. I think told me Accio, and then I, like, started saying it because I think it's funny. I think Jim Dale says Accio, but now I'm, like, all confused. Because I thought that's where I got Canut from, but... Jim Dale definitely said Newt when Fred and George say, I'll bet you da, 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 Newt. Is that your quiz question? No, but it's not I mine hope either. it's not because I don't know it. Me either. That's why I asked you. I was like, oh God. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like re-listening in the car on my way here and I was like, fuck, she's going to ask me about the money and I don't know. I don't remember what mine is, but it's not that. That would have been a good one though. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom referred to our podcast mm-hmm. as she has a very good podcast on harry potter like the other day talking Aww. to somebody so nice she hasn't listened to one episode so i don't know where she gets that's that so but it was sweet. really sweet my mom stopped listening that's probably for the best i really think it is <laughs> especially given the way we start this episode i think it's for the best with our five s's of wine taste i've like tried to tell her like you really don't need to try and catch up again because i think i said something to her like joking it i was like you haven't been wa- listening have you and she's like no, I, I was like, it's really fine. Like, I'm just saying. Don't listen. Like, it's really fine. <laughs> yeah, my mom, like, almost took an interest, and then I, I had to shut that down, because. You really would need to. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, anyway. Anyway. Less complicated than Wizard Money. Um, poor Mr. Roberts. Just getting obliviated all the time. Oh, Yeah. Isn't that, like, doing horrible things to his brain? Probably. But I also was wondering, like, <clears throat> the guy that like just shows up was he like waiting or did he just happen to operate? I feel like he gets like a notification like anytime a muggle sees like magic and so anytime he sees Mr. Roberts see magic or, or he like gets that notification and then operates over but he didn't actually see magic he was just asking Mr. Weasel like are you foreign yeah I don't know I feel like maybe they had like a in my head these notifications look like a little light but, like, I know that can't yeah. possibly be true. It has something to do with magic. But that's how, like, the same way they're, like, they do the underage wizardry thing. Or maybe. they know about um, Dudley. I was wondering if maybe he, like, um, just happened to be apparating and just, like, didn't care if he saw him because he was going to obliviate him anyway. Which I think is just even meaner. He's, like, not even trying to, like. But I think that, like, can't be legal. Like, it can't be legal that they keep obliviating this muggle. Well, he's 
his job is to, like, obliviate. Like, he is an obliviator, I No, think. I know, but, like, I feel like that's, like, can do terrible damage to a brain. I do think so, but I, I would guess that if it's, like, your job, like, you know how to do it correctly. You know what I mean? Hopefully. I'm, I'm thinking for the best. Because he's got a lot of shit ahead of him, Mr. Roberts. To forget. A lot. Poor Mr. Roberts. They should have just, like, rid themselves of Mr. Roberts. Not in the, like, kill him kind of way. Because it didn't sound good when you... I know, I know. Yeah, they, I don't know why they didn't have just, like, Like, a wizard stand-in. They like, give Mr. Roberts, like, the mumps the or something, and then just, like, have someone... Mumps? Or, like, just send them on holiday. Like, right. oh, you want a holiday. And then give him money, like, and then just, like, don't worry about it, but... And all the other ones. There's more than one local yeah. person, but it's fine. Okay. There's... Mm, I adore all of the magic we get in this chapter. Same. So fun. A tent with a garden and cherubs out front. Wind vane. Yeah, so cool. <laughs> oh, I also, like, Harry was, like, in his head, was like, oh, the Dursleys never took me camping, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, first of all, Harry, the Dursleys would never go camping, period. Anyway. Like, at all. Let's see Dudley going camping. Their idea of camping was when they were running away from the letters for Harry. Yeah. <laughs> the family I nanny for, they're like, we're doing, like, camp, like, camping, but it's like they're gonna be in a cabin. Oh, that's kind of fun, though. It's fun, it's fun, but I'm like, it's like half camping. What would you call it? A vacation. <laughs> we did that. We didn't call it camping, though, but we went to, um, like, they're called Little Ray Caverns in mm -hmm. Virginia, and there was, like, no internet or anything, and, like, actually, there's no cell service, so. I love that. I yeah. like doing stuff like that. Glamping. I love glamping. I need to glamp. You don't, you need, you need a, you need a, a running toilet. Yeah. And like. But you can camp and have a toilet there. Like on some campsites have like the, the toilet shower room. I just, I don't like sleeping on the ground. It's so good for your back. It's really not. <laughs> it's very quite painful. Yeah. That was good for your back. The bed that we had down at the Adirondacks was like terrible. It was not good. I'm still but not But you guys recovered. could use your, you could bring your blow-up mattress and put it in a tent. You'd need electricity. Oh, yours can't, you don't have like one that. It like plugs into a wall. Oh. We're very high brow class oh. fashion. Well, if you had one for <laughs> camping, you could do it with My the... dad has one that you could use, but it's not like that great. Like, I don't like bugs. <laughs> I'm not huge on bugs either. That's, like, my one drawback of camping. Like, I like everything else but the bugs. I would do it if we only had to sleep in the tent for one night. Yeah. Okay. Like, I could do two full days or, like, two, like, a full day sleep and then, like, leave the next day. But I could not do more than a night, I don't think. If I'm being honest with myself. You need a wizard tent. I would be really cranky, like, if I did it more than once. Okay. Just say, <laughs> just like you can imagine that probably. So maybe we'll do a cabin, <laughs> or like a one like a weekend. Like I could a, do like a. I would easily do it. Yeah, like a Saturday Sunday thing. Yeah, I would do that. And do I would want to do woods, or do you want to do like by the beach? Oh, it would not be the same without alcohol. That's the only way I would sleep. 
this episode of Molly's an Alcoholic While Camping. <laughs> I need my wine to get to sleep. Why? I need to be drunk. Why must the rum always be I'm gone? I'm bringing a full thing of bourbon. Oh, yeah. No, but honestly, like, why would you do it without alcohol? Um, okay. Um, I love Mr. Weasley's excitement about doing this the muggle way, even though he has no idea that was my line how too. to do it. And Hermione's like, please. Like, I love that in this chapter, Mr. Weasley's always like, um, Harry, how do we do this? And Hermione's like, um... Oh, wait. I, no, I was. I have the same exact notes as you. Oh, okay, yeah. And <laughs> Hermione's the one that's like, I know how to do this. Harry didn't have a childhood. I know. Like, like Hermione does go camping with her parents. Yeah, that makes sense. Hermione's parents seem like campers. Oh, uh, they're such like hippies to me. <laughs> Dentist hippies. But he's like, yeah. I was like, he's so stoked about living like muggles and. Off mic, Alex and I were just talking about camping and just like the idea of like unplugging, like not having internet and stuff. And that's like what it is like for living like muggles. It's like no magic for a week. Yeah. It's like no internet for me. <laughs> um, so I think that's funny. And yeah, I said the same thing. Like I think he always forgets that Hermione's like actually muggle boy. <laughs> yeah, which is like fine. It's, it's just, fine. I think he just I think has... he just likes Harry more, yeah. is what really happens. Well, and he, like, knows Harry a little bit yeah. better, and, you know, it's like a... It's pretty rough. Hermione gets the shit from the Weasleys this, uh, this book. Oh, yeah. I really am not pleased with Mrs. Weasley. She's my rat of the it. book. Aw. Just kidding. There's clearly a bigger rat in the book, but... Of my characters that I love, she's definitely... Who do you, who are you talking about as your rat of the book, do you think? Probably Voldemort. Oh, well. <laughs> sure. Probably Voldemort. Or, no, I like Barty Crouch. That's what I, was, I thought that's who you were referring to. I was like, he wouldn't be my rat of the book. He's way too interesting. Yeah, I like Barty Crouch. Who should be our, like, focus of this book? Crowd. Do you think? I think we should look at Moody because yeah. I love doing that. I think we're really gonna unpack him. Yeah, because or them because like we've talked about this. Yeah, like that we that we don't feel like we get to know Moody because like we only really get to know Moody as Barty Crouch or Barty Crouch is Moody. So, right. but like we we say that we kind of buy it because we're like oh, like, maybe he just did a really good job of acting, but that means that, I just feel like that means I like Barty Crouch a lot, like. Yeah, I think. And Barty Crouch seems like he came from a really unstable home, and that, like, with the right guidance, he could have not been who he was. Yeah, like, kind, like, privileged, unstable home. Yeah, but, like, he. Like, he had both parents that, like, did care for him. Mm-hmm. I think his dad did care for him. He was right. just, like, a workaholic. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like, like, before he went, like, bad. Right, right, right. But he, I thought he was, like, very, like, it implied that his dad was, like, pretty, like, rough on him. Oh, I didn't get that. Like, I got that after. Well, he was, like, hard on him, like, like, high expectations. But, like, there's a part where, like, Barty Crouch is, um... No, going like, in and out of sanity, and he's like, oh, very proud, like, my son, da, da. like, and he's talking about his son, and, like, yeah. I I just think that, like, I don't know, there's some, something happens in this book that makes me, like, it makes me, like, icky about Barty Crouch and his son's relationship. Yeah, I mean, Barty Crouch 
talks about like junior talks about it at the very end about his father and yeah but he's mostly hateful towards his father about how he treated him when he like got him back from azkaban oh, like okay. always being under the imperious curse all that which, oh oh yeah yeah yeah. which yeah, yeah. i'm like valid like you did like kill people and like mm-hmm. he went to like a lot of risk to like get you out even though it probably would have been like Right. More and then the mom. Ugh. Yeah. God. Like, so, but that, I just that storyline like, is so good. Can we talk about it? Like the Barney oh, Crouch yeah. family. When we get to it, obviously. I just I think he did come from like a very privileged home and was like, mm, my daddy doesn't love me enough. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> or like, cause I think he is like a workaholic and he wasn't home very much, but that's not really like an excuse to become a Death Eater. No, no. I mean, like nobody has an excuse to become a Death Eater. Yeah. Like, unless you were held at gunpoint. Like, right. kind of, mouth play. <laughs> wand point. Wand point, yeah. Mouth play was a little bit held at wand point, but... It's a metal contraption, similar to a wand that kills people. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Malls. Okay. Magic is so cool. That's my next note. That's the tent, I believe. That's exactly like your note for Cursed Child. Wow. Yeah, magic is real. Magic is so cool. That your chapter title reminded me of my thoughts on Cursed Child. Um, I love magic. Kid magic, babies on brooms, slug squishing, so cute. You bust slug. You bust slug. slug. Um. Okay. Well, my fan theory is about the tents, actually. Okay. So, um, my friend Laura, shout out. Um, she texted me one time this thing about, um, Perkins and how his tent reminds Harry of Mrs. Fig and that they are actually together because he's, like, a muggle. He does, like, what Mm -hmm. Mr. Weasley does and she's a squib and, like, he... I love this fan. I know! It's not very fleshed out. Sort of, like alone and with all of her cats but i'm but, thinking maybe like post i don't know i love it but like why does Mrs. this tent re- smell like cats? And, and redecorate it maybe they have like a secret love affair because uh, i think back in the day like it was like no no to like oh, a wizard and a squib to be together maybe was it i don't know i just made that up but no, maybe it was no. like you know frowned upon in society or maybe they're just like super modern and they're like we're not getting married like, my aunt, I have an aunt who has, like, this, like, long-standing relationship with, like, clearly her chosen person. Like, they've been dating for, like, 30 years, but they're never getting I married. I think that's kind of cute. And they, like, don't live together, and they're that's just, so like, weird always me. dating. They're, like, dating for forever. And she'll be like, yeah, I can't go to, like, such and such family event. I have, like, I have, like, to meet with George or whatever his name that's is. That's so funny. Like, I don't even know his name. You've never met him? No. That's, like, that's her personal super life. super weird. That's her life, man. That is very She's living odd. her best life. I love it. I kind of love it, because I feel like he's really, in my, I've made up this scenario in my head. I don't know what the real situation is, but I feel like he's really invested and would have married her ages ago, Aww. but she's just, like, she's no, like I've had, I've had my full life. Like, I have a daughter, like, she, I'm a grandmother of, like, teenagers, like, I'm. That's so cute. Yeah. My boss was kind of like that. He did get married, but he, it was, like, a secret. Like, he didn't want anyone to know that he was getting married, and, like, he told us, and he's like, don't tell. <laughs> it was very odd and I was like I just don't get it but like fine <laughs> like you do you 
Yeah. But. Okay. Um. Um. Salem. The Salem Witches Institute. I'm so interested in this. I've always had so many questions about this group. Like, I just have so many follow-ups. Same. Like, I need to know, like, what's going on. Like, I love that the American witches are, in fact, known for gossiping. That's our, like, trait. <laughs> the Salem witches. I picture them, like, knitting or something. Do they say that? I don't know why, but I just picture them. I think they're just, like, chatting. I picture, like, yeah. young, like, high fashion. So the group of middle-aged American witches. Oh, middle-aged, yeah. Gossiping happily beneath the spangled banner. Stretched. Yeah, but I do totally picture them, like, knitting something with their magic. Maybe. Yeah, like, they're knitting to the side. But I think, like, I feel, I don't know why I feel like, like this. Like, chopsticks but... in their hair or something? Like, hippies, kind of? No, like, I pictured, like, sleek black witches hats oh, we're to the side. Oh, very Yeah, like, I'm picturing, like... Um, like, Massachusetts, like, elite. Mm, I'm picturing, like, Mrs. Weasley-esque. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I feel like you're probably right, but every time oh, I get I mean, to this point in the book, I picture, like, really, like, um, like, what you would consider, like, rich Massachusetts, mm. like, moms, like, gossiping. That checks, that checks out for Massachusetts. And, like, for, yeah. But I guess I'm just picturing, like, because they're on, like, the outskirts of it, so they're, mm. like, kind of shabby, but, like, I think, like, kind of boho- chic almost. Yeah. The Salem Witches Institute. It just seems very elite does, for America. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Like, th that's their gabbing. I, I think it's mostly the gossiping that gives me that image. Yeah. But, I'm into it. I'm into both. Um. Seamus's mom. Seamus's mum. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, I can't do it. <laughs> you're rooting for Ireland, aren't you? You're rooting for Ireland. You're rooting for Ireland, aren't you? As if we would say anything else. <laughs> With this lot. <laughs> um, I love the whole setup of Crumb and then like the flip with Harry or with yeah. Ron and uh, Hermione. So cute. Uh, he looks really grumpy. Grumpy? That's Victor Crumb! Oh, Ron. You know what I love from the movies? The Victor I Love You song. Victor I Do. <laughs> when we're apart, my heart beats know, only it's so for funny. you. It's so funny. I'm okay. Um, I referenced it in a fan fiction and people were like, what? And I'm like, um. It's because people hate the movies. I know, but like... I had to. I don't like it when people bring up the movies to me. Like, when they're like, oh, you're a Harry Potter fan. Like, do you like the movies? I'm like, I do like the movies. I, like, I don't think of them as, like, over or under the books. Like, I just want I like, to I feel like they're a part, like, honestly, <laughs> I do, like, like, I respect the journey that you need to go on with the Harry Potter fandom, but I feel like liking the movies is a part of it. Like, I feel like that's a part of the Harry Potter world. Especially, like, when I was reading them, the movies were coming out during that time. Yeah. Like, so it was, like, a movie would come out, and then a book would come out, and it was, like, it was all part of it. Yeah, and you envision, like, like going to midnight premieres, that's definitely part of the fandom of growing up with Harry Potter. Yeah. The, the midnight premieres for the books, too. Yeah, I'm, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying, like... And then you, and then you, um, when you go to Wizarding World, yeah. it's based on the set design of the movie. Is like, which is just, so good. Yeah. Uh, Universal. Uh, like, it's just, you've got to, you know, appreciate the whole thing. I do. I really do. 
Like and cosplay like, are so is, all, one is obviously heart. based on the movies. Yeah. Like, books will always be number one in my heart, but I do enjoy the movies, and I stand yeah, by same. what I said last year. Same, and I think we get some gems, like, Victor, I love you. Victor, I do. And I love magic. I love magic. Ah! I love this movie. There's a line. I'm really excited to watch it. <laughs> Tell me if you can, like, figure out what this part is from. There's a part in the Harry Potter series where somebody says, I stand by what I said last year. And I don't know what it is, but oh, I wait, say wait. it oh, all the no, time. No, stop, 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 stop. Can you say it again? Uh, yes. I stand by what I said last year. Wait. Um, I think it's Hagrid. No, 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 no. Um, it's the sorting hat in year two. Yes. It's the sorting hat when he's talking about Harry being in Slytherin. Thank you, because I quote it all the time. I say, I stand by what I said last year. And I knew it was from Harry Potter, but I was like, I just can't mm-hmm. think of it. Wow. I, I guess as soon as I you said it, I was like, I what is it? <laughs> Thank you. You're so, so welcome. Um, <clears throat> oh, I have to put this in as a quote. Um, Archie. One of them was a very old wizard who was wearing a long flowery nightgown. The other was clearly a ministry wizard. He was holding out a pair of pinstripe trousers and almost crying with exasperation. Just put them on, Archie, there's a good chap. You can't walk around like that. The muggle at the gate's already getting suspicious. I bought this in a muggle shop, said the old wizard stubbornly. Muggles wear them. Muggle women wear them, Archie, not the men. They wear these, said the ministry wizard as he brandished the pinstripe trousers. I'm not putting them on, said old Archie in indignation. I like a healthy breeze around my privates. Thanks. Thank you, Jim. Archie is a gift. A gift to this book, a gift to this chapter. Just so much love for him. I just love it all. I like a breeze around my pride. <laughs> I bought this in a muggle <laughs> Just put them on, Archie! <laughs> you know, I think Archie is, like, way ahead of his time. Like, Archie doesn't give a nug about the binary. He is just so living his best life. He's like, this is what I like. Yeah. This is what, this is the... This and this is goes to I your like. theory that they never wear pants. This is probably what's <laughs> most comfortable. Yeah, because he wears a robe. Yeah. This is what, this is what, this is what I like. <laughs> the dress gives me breeze. <laughs> the Muggle pants women do not. Wear them <laughs> not the men, the men wear these. <laughs> I would just like die la- like laughing at this part and like I'd be like giggling to myself and my parents are like, what are you laughing? It's so funny. Why would they not include this in the movie? I know. This is such easy comedy. Yeah. I feel like they're going for a really darker tone in this part this of the one, movie. Especially, yeah, this whole part. And it's very fast. It's very fast. Yeah, when they start doing the KKK hood shit, mm. I'm like, wow, we've really taken a turn. I used to, this is like one of my favorite movies because it was like, I had my portable DVD player when it came out. So when I got the DVD, I wasn't allowed to watch TV during weekdays, but after everyone in my house went to sleep, like, I would put on my headphones and, like, watch it under the covers while everyone else went to sleep. Not a good sleep time movie. No. But 
I, I think I liked falling asleep to Harry Potter because then I had Harry Potter dreams, even if they were scary. And it, then, like, when you get to Hogwarts, it's not scary till the end. Like, I don't think yeah. I ever made it, like, to the end. Yeah, I guess, like, the pond is kind of, like, the lake is a little scary. I've liked all of the Triwizard like, stuff. Ah! That was okay. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> that was a Grindelow. It was I, scary. Grindelow. <laughs> I was, like, obs- I had so many crushes that I feel like I just, like... On the Grindelow? No, on everyone. Sorry, I said the Hermione line, and that made me think about how I had such a huge crush on Hermione and Fleur and Cho and... Did you like Crumb? Oh, and... Oh, no. I thought Crumb was too muscular. Loved Cedric. Loved, um... Loved Daniel. That, that's, that's when things I know, got, that hair, man. That hair really did it for me. I was like, wow, I am crushing. You know who wasn't Fred looking George his best? looked great. Tom Felton was not looking his best. I didn't like his hair in the- I beg to differ. When Tom Felton comes in that all-black suit and he's, like, talking about the Wizard the World Cup and he's like, we've got box seats. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I don't like that they changed that. Like, they had box seats, too. Yeah. Their seats were kind of cool, though, where they were in the movie. Yeah, which is, like, the same, basically, as yeah. they're describing the book. But... I, I have a huge problem with them taking out Bagman because it's so easy to include him. Like, he, right. it wouldn't take any extra time or anything. Um, I think I said this last time. Like, they don't even have to include the betting stuff. They could just have him be there as, like, the magical games and sports guy. I'm more upset that they don't include Winky. Yeah, I do wish they would include Winky, but that would involve a lot more time. I agree. Yeah. I was just kidding. But, like, I do wish they included Winky. It's important to the whole Crouch story. It's important to the Crouch story, and it's important to the house elf narrative, which they sort of drop Yeah, out. I mean, Dobby's not even in this, in the movie. He is, technically. He goes by on a little cart. What? Or Winky does. Like, they have a little... There's, like, stills. Like, it's like an Easter egg. Like, you see, like, in one of the carts, like, you see, like, a little house out. And it's Dobby. Like, people pulling their luggage and stuff. Like, to go on the express? Huh? Like, when? No, no, no. Like, when they're getting to the World Cup and people are, like... They're doing, like, a pan of, like, all of the wizards and stuff. Dobby is just, like, on, like, a little I just meant the part... Like, Dobby's supposed to help Harry. Harry and then, yeah, the whole, like, wands and stuff like that. No. What are the gillyweed and... Oh. Oh, no, sorry. I was mixing up Winky. Dobby is the gilly... uh, Winky... Dobby's the gillyweed and helping Harry with the... Wizard Cup, but Winky with the wand, and, like, this, they yeah. mistake her, and then she gets fired. It's a right. big drama. And, like, the whole, like, socks thing, mm-hmm. and, like, Ron buys, oh, wait, no, is that the fifth one that Ron buys Dobby's socks? I, I think Ron buys Dobby's socks in the fifth one, or, or maybe the sixth one? The what? fifth? Hermione, I think, is knitting now. Or is that the Not fifth one? Not till the fifth one. Because she finds she out about them in the fourth... No, she finds out about Spew... No, you're right. So Spew starts, starts in the here. fourth one. She doesn't start knitting until the fifth one. But there's a point where... Oh, no, it's Harry. Harry buys... Mm-hmm. And it's during the fourth one because mm-hmm. he helps him with the gillyweed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll buy you a hundred mm-hmm. socks. But Ron goes with him. Because mm-hmm. they're friends again. Wow. So, spoiler for this book. What a journey. But yeah, so they don't have Dobby in it either, which is a shame. But they give Neville more stuff, which I think is nice. Yeah. It's a little inaccurate. It's very inaccurate. 
But Neville's supposed to have a bigger part in this book. Yeah. They just gave him Dobby stuff instead. Yeah. yeah. Which is, like, fine. Yeah. I can overlook that. But I just, I do have a problem with the Bagman thing. Because I really want to see him visual. I want to visualize what Bagman looks like. Because I have an image in my head. I have a strong image. I feel like she does a really good job yeah. of describing Bagman. Like, I feel like I know what Bagman looks He's like. He's just, like, such a loud character that he no, would it translate fun. really well. I don't know yeah. who they would have gotten to play him, but... I'm trying to think. I can't think of any British actors yeah. off the top to do it, but. Okay. Um, Hugh Laurie. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I said the World Cup is also, like, joy before the other hand drops. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Coins the size of what, hubcaps? What the nug? What? That's huge. They said... Coins the size of hubcaps. For what? I can't remember. I wrote these notes two weeks ago. But at some point in this chapter, they said it's coins the size of hubcaps. The guy that they obliviate. He's like, just, the guy who's trying to paint him is a coin the size of a hubcap. Talking about galleons. I think it's an exaggeration. Hubcap? It's definitely an exaggeration. It's huge. Can we all just note that Griffin just pulled that quote out of Good his ass? Good job, Griffin. Wow. Oh. I'm so impressed. I am very impressed. That's like from the very beginning. Where are your notes? I No, this is, I'm still like with Mr. Weasley paying. What? I have gone way, okay. I'll oh, no, 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 sorry. Talking. I just skipped this oh, note. okay. Sorry. I was like, I'll stop No, talking. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back to where we were. Yeah, I just skipped that note, I guess. And then when I was trying to refine my place, I went to a place where I didn't. So. Gotcha. I met um, with Bill's pen friend. <laughs> which I just said bad friend. <laughs> he made his ears shrivel up. How sad. Oh, yeah. I was on the wrong side. <laughs> of the wall. Oh, I love that Harry has that thought about not considering other cultures, like, in Wizarding Magic, because I think it's such a real thing that, like, you, like, go through, like, when you're like, oh, wow, like, how, like, egotistical of me that I didn't even consider that this wasn't true for everybody. Right. I thought that was, like, a really cool, like, small moment that JK includes. A rare, non-egocentric moment for Harry. <laughs> But sure, it's also good you for need the to reader. Stop talking about names. It's also good for the reader because, like, I mean, at least for me, like, I never thought about maybe Americans, but like, not even. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think about American wizards. But like, at the time of this book, I wasn't like, oh, there must be, you know, wizards across the world. Like, I yeah, don't, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Um, Percy is so much. Just apparated dead. Just apparated dead. <laughs> so much. Body crowd. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Weatherby. Oh, Weatherby. I forgot about Weatherby. I did not forget. It makes me so I mad. wish I had included it in my so chapter. so funny. Haiku or something. Weatherby. Oh, wow. Which is embarrassing because Friday Crouch knows Arthur. 
And, like, he didn't put it together. That's, like, a bad... That's a bad on uh, Barney Crouch's part. Yeah, that's insane. Like, he really should get it together. I'd like some tea, Weatherby. Oh, yes, of course, of course. And then he leaves without drinking He wasn't drinking, drinking tea. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Poor Percy. Just, like, a side note, though, like, LOL, I'm terrified of lighting matches. Like, Arthur, like, he lights one, and then he gets so, like, excited that he drops it. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I lit it, and then I'm, like, so scared I dropped it. My next note just says, Percy, what a brown noser. Such a brown noser. Mr. Weasley, please know the difference between Fred and George, is my next note he, with an he exclamation. He it immediately. I know, but I'm like, get it together? Um. I have no idea what this means. My note says, half shares on her farm dash girl. And then One of the bets for point. Bagman. She bet half shares. Oh, yeah. Girl, what are you doing? And then my next note just says, Ludo, 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 and it has exclamation points. What is happening? I think I just love Ludo. He just says, ahoy there. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Ludo Pagman just gave me a lot of joy. I actually kind of picture him as like a young slughorn. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I picture Ludo as like, just, like, kind of jolly. Yeah, but, like, a retired athlete. He's got, like, that beer gut because he doesn't work out anymore. Yeah. And he's still wearing his wasp uniform, so he's right. just, Right, but like, he's got kind of, like, cheeks. Like, I don't know. That's kind of how I feel like, um, what's his name is described? Slughorn? Yeah. Uh, kind of, like, past his prime, like, a little, well, like, horse sluggers, like, yeah, I don't think he's as like chunky. A, no, as not as chunky, slughorn. but kind of like I don't know. Yeah, I I have a like very, a like very jolly. Clear, I don't know. Like I think he's like excited about life, but I think of it as more of like a like a Gryffindor on steroids, kind of excited on life. Like I feel like it's very like I'm an athlete, so like when I was younger, like I woke up and I like did my running, I did my fly, and then I drank an, a protein shake. And, like, now that I'm past my prime, I've got a little bit of a gut, but I'm still, like, happy about life. Like, let's do this. What are we doing? Yeah. Oh, my God, college days. Weren't those the best days? You know, kind of things. <laughs> like a retired, or, like, an old football player. Right, exactly. That's exactly how I picture him. Do you think he was in Gryffindor? I do. I feel like he's very Gryffindor. Yeah. He just screams Gryffindor to me. He's kind of careless and, like, really, like, boisterous and, like, I could believe Hufflepuff, but I'm not seeing Slytherin or, uh, um, or Ravenclaw, really. I think he's definitely more of a Gryffindor, like, what we get from Yeah, him. I would say secondary Hufflepuff. Yeah. Um, I did want to, like, kind of just parse the Bagman interaction a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. One, I do question Arthur's judge of character a bit with Bagman because he's just, like, so sweet about Bagman. And I do think Percy's right. Like, Percy immediately is, like, who doesn't send somebody out to look for somebody in their department, even though Percy's, like, being annoying about mm -hmm. it? Like, that's a bad, like, like, Bagman's not, like, looking too good. And I don't know. I always think of Arthur as having, like, a really good moral compass and the fact that he doesn't see... 
But I think it's like, I think they have a point when they're saying Bertha like leaves before, you know? So it's like, if this is like a repeat thing, like I don't think Bagman is like being careless, like in a malicious way. I think he's just very careless and Mr. Weasley's sort of like, oh, the same way Bagman's kind of like, that's just Bertha's yeah. way. Mr. Weasley's like, this is just Bagman's way. Like I don't get in, I don't step on other people's toes. Like we're lucky to have these seats. Like, that's think, my friend. I do think he's like, yes, I'm happy to have these seats, but I do think of Arthur seeing people for who they are, and, like, Bagman doesn't turn out to be, like, a good guy. Right. So I, I would expect Arthur to, not, like, to be mean or anything, but to kind of, like, how Arthur sees through Fudge, like... Right, but I feel like Fudge is more transparent in his... Like, I feel like Bagman is easier to be like, oh, he's just, like, a kind of a fool. Right. For I think that for everybody, I just... I always, for some reason, Arthur always just seems to me as somebody that, like, really gets people. And, like, yeah. immediately, if, like, Arthur didn't like somebody, I would be like, I would have, like, a query about them. Right. And, like, Arthur really trusts Moody, just like Dumbledore does. I'm like, mm. Mm, okay, I know this right. is somebody to trust. Even though, obviously, like, the whole thing with Moody, but, like, Moody in general, somebody right. to trust. I mean, I think Arthur is really good at people, but I also think, like, money comes into play here, and, like, I feel like these seats are, like, something he would have never been able to bring his kids to. Right. And, and I think Arthur also, just in general, doesn't have a lot of friends in the ministry, and I think yeah. anyone who's nice to him is... Like, I think Actually, Bart, I, I don't know. Never mind. Because I, I, I think true. he is popular. Because every, yeah, everyone, everyone liked yeah. him. I just They're remember like, that. Arthur, yeah. But, it's just, like, the high-up people. He doesn't get, like, the respect. But I think... Right. Yeah, everybody knows him and likes him. And I don't know. I just think that he would be very nice to Bagman. And maybe his way of being, like, I don't think that's a good idea is for him to be, like, you shouldn't be betting. Yeah. Is maybe he knows that, like, Bagman's not, yeah. like, totally on the up and up. So maybe that's it. But... I do think he knows that Bagman probably has like a short tempered kind of thing, and he's like, I don't even want to get into it. And he does say something to Bagman about Bertha, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I do think that's good. Um, Also, I do want to talk about Bagman's reaction to Harry because it's so different than everybody else's. Because he says Bagman did the smallest of double takes when he heard Harry's name, and his eyes performed the familiar flick upward to the scar on Harry's forehead. But he did a really small mm-hmm. double take, which normally, like especially somebody like Bagman, I would expect to do like the whole thing and be like, "Oh, Harry!" Like, da, da, da. but I feel like Bagman isn't like people better than him, more famous than him. Yeah, think so that's what he's it is. like, "Oh, I don't want to draw any more attention. Like, I'm the ex Quidditch star. Like, it should yeah. be about me." Yeah, he's kind of like a Lockhart. Right, but he has, like, the opposite reaction of Lockhart. Like, instead of trying to show up Harry with fame, he's downplays like, him. I'm going to downplay Harry gotcha. so that I get to be yeah. in the spotlight. That's kind of what I was thinking, but I did think it was interesting. No, that is, like, a good note. Um, that, that was most of my notes on Bagman. That's all my notes are. My, I have, like, unintelligible notes on Bagman. It just says Ludo, Ludo, Ludo. I don't know what I thought. Uh, clearly, if we had actually recorded this two weeks ago, I would have had some sort of intellectual. Maybe um, just about like the bets in general. Yeah, I think I really Ludo is such like I just think Ludo is such a vivid character, and I have this in my notes earlier. Like she does such a good job of like I know exactly what kind of person he is and for I, better yeah. or worse, and I just love that that he's so like. She introduces him quickly, but I know exactly who he is. It's so, like, brilliant to me, like, that writing. And I can picture him later on in the pensive when he's, like, it wasn't me. Like, right. Like, I don't know, and, like, kind of frantic about it, but, like, yeah. you know, it's still pretty much innocent. Like, he is 
for the most part innocent. Like, he mm-hmm. does get into it too deep with the goblins and stuff. But, um... Yeah, I just know... Like, oh, yeah, I just love... I think she does a really good yeah. job, and I think that's what my, um, my exclamation point I feel like there's so many dark comedies about this character. Like, somebody yeah. that was, like, really doing really well, kind of, like, left the limelight, got, like, in too deep with like gambling or mm-hmm. drinking or something like that and then like can't get out of it and kind of turns bad yeah like and not like he's a bad person but like he's not the greatest person yeah but like that's like a movie right yeah. there wow a spinoff ludo bagman contact us potter watch i'm telling you um percy oh i have the same note that you just had percy you were right he should be checking up on... Yeah. Which then Arthur does say something, yeah. which I think is good. So I think that maybe I was too hard on Arthur. Like, Arthur is, like, keeping an eye out, which I think is good. Like, I trust Arthur. Um, second mention of Bertha. Yeah. I don't think I picked up on it, though, the first time I read it. Like, how important it is that she's missing. Like, what that means to the story. Yeah. Although we do hear about her in the very beginning, so I guess I did. I, they mention it a lot. That's what I've been Well, noticing. I mean in the first chapter. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, they mention it, like, they've been, like, really plugging it. Um, carpets as a family vehicle sounds so fun. I know! Then you wouldn't have to apparate. Right. Or port key. Right. Um, I think that Jim Dale does... Mr. Crouch, like, <laughs> the same way every time, and I love it. When, like, when Percy, Percy says, Mr. Mr. Crouch, Mr. Crouch said, and it's, it's always, Mr. Crouch, like, he yeah. just does it, oh, I love it. I just love oh, how he Percy. says it. Percy, Percy, And it's Percy. so consistent. Mr. Crouch. See, I still like Percy here. Yeah, and he's like, Mr. Crouch can actually speak seven languages. <laughs> what a little swat. Mr. Crouch, can I get your camera? <laughs> See, like, I'm just, like, completely contradicting what I said earlier. I mean, I know I took it back almost immediately, but my next note says, I could see how Mr. Weasley is so likable by people, like, in the uh, yeah, mystery. I think, in yeah. the mystery. Um, anyone can speak troll. All you have to do is point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> point and grunt. Um, shut up, Weatherby. Um, I like that Ludo is completely unfazed by, um, Barty Crouch. Like, he's not intimidated by him right. at all. Because, like, that's not the kind of person that Ludo, like, even wants to be a fan of his. Like, yeah. Like, he's, like, that's the person he, like, put in the toilet and flush. But everybody else is, like, so intimidated by Barty right. Crouch. Even though he's kind of, like, lost favor, he's still, like, this overarching figure. And he's right. just, like... Papa squat, Barty. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. I love God. Ludo. He's like such a bro. Ludo, Ludo, Ludo. <laughs> such a bro. That's the best. Such He's a, a grown-up bro. He's a grown-up bro. With this his is beard kind guy. of how, like, what I picture. Like, not, like, if the war hadn't happened, this is how I kind of picture, like, James. 
react. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, that would be... Like, he does grow, he does, James does growing, and, like, but I feel like if the war didn't happen, he was, like, be, like, a nicer version of Ludo. Like, he'd yeah. just be, like, everybody welcome into my house! Like, he wears, like, his tanks to go flying, and then oh, yeah. Lily's, like, rolling her I'm eyes. I'm a cool dad! Shaking her head, like, he's like, he's like, hey, Harry, like, you're gonna take me out to, did you see, um, did you see, what do you call it, um, um, Love, Simon? No. Okay, it's really good, but the dad in it is exact. oh my god, the parents in it are exactly like how I picture James and Lily if they were Harry's parents, and if Harry was their gay son. That's so sweet. Yeah. And then they have a daughter, like, afterwards. That I, oh, this is my always hurts me. I know. It hurts me Like, them not being a family. But that's, that's exactly how they act. It's honestly, and they're like, they fell in love in high school. Like, that's the plot of Love, Simon. And I can see her being like, wow, I really wanted nothing to do with you. You're so silly. And then, like, in senior year, like, falling for him. And then, uh, stop. Too much. Too much. I mean, if you believe the fan theory episode with um, Hermione being here. I don't. It freaks me out. You said you loved it. I love it, but I don't, like, believe it. Um, um, I love it because it discounts harmony. That's the only reason I love it. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, just PSA, um, we're being sponsored. Everyone go watch Love, Simon. <laughs> it's really good. It's a wholesome film, guys. And, um, somebody wrote a stupid article saying that, like, gay people didn't need Love, Simon, and, like, it was just, like, another, like, stupid coming out story, and I beg to differ. It's, like, a romantic comedy, and it shows really loving and supporting parents, and, like, I have a couple qualms with it, one being that it, again, shows, like, just another white, like, upper-middle-class family, like, over upper middle class, they're like wealthy, but like it's still like a great film, and there are tons of people of color in it, and it's just like a really great movie. Yeah, I guess for me, I was like, how is this different than any other? Like, first of all, it's good. There aren't a lot of like good yeah. gay movies, and it's like really lighthearted and fun. I guess I was expecting there to be some sort of twist in it, like oh, did something happen? Like, there is, like, sad parts, but I would call, I would say it's, like, a, a rom-com, yeah. which is, like, we don't have very many of those, like. Yeah. You know, I would watch it. It's just, like, I just. No, no, no. Like, it, you know. It's, a it's, it was good. I liked it. It, like, warms my heart. It's, like, like, fun. I don't know. Okay. I, I like it. All right, everybody, go out and see it. Now. It's after on, you listen to this episode. You can um, watch it, like, on your home TV if you have Fios. Um, or you can get it on, like, iTunes, or, like, you could, I think it's at Redbox. You could get it at Redbox, or you could, like, watch it, like, online if you have a streaming site. Like, I'm not condoning, but, like, I know for a fact that it's there. Yeah. That was really good. (laughs) It was really good. Okay. Um, now the suspense is growing, but I guess the title of the book is a clue (laughs) to them talking about, like... The Goblet of Fire, but not mentioning what it is. But I guess, like, you kind of know it's But you don't know, You don't know what what it is. is. Like, you don't know how... 
that I think it's so funny that they're all so obnoxious. Like, hey, let's. Uh, I think it's. I would be pissed. I would be angry. I don't like it when people keep things from me and then like say they're keeping yeah, things from me. Me either. It really pisses me off. Like, I won't talk to you. It's a very hand. upsetting thing. Yeah. I'm just like, then don't say anything. Like, that's so much worse. And they're like, but you're going to find out. And I'm like, but then don't tell me because I hate not knowing things. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why wizards haven't come up with a way to, like, record or watch, like, Quidditch games from their house. Like, I know they don't have TVs, but, like, I feel like that's... I don't get why... I feel as if... The Wizarding World should have come up with a way to, like, broadcast or a TV, some way that they can watch Quidditch. With, you can't watch Quidditch if you're not at the game. And I guess you can, like, listen to it on the radio, like, That's listen what I was to, like, a baseball radio. game. But it's not, Quidditch is such, obviously, like, an active sport. Like, you should yeah. have a way to do that. I don't know. I guess that one nice thing about the newspaper is, so it does show, like, little clips. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, but it's, like, a small But it's thing. not the same. Yeah. No, it's Maybe you can, like, same. pick up a magazine and it's, like, a play-by-play. It's, like, gifts of, like, a that TV show cool. that you watched. Yeah. I love gifts. I love the whole idea of gifts now being, like... <laughs> no, I'm sorry, in terms of, like, Harry Potter. And, that, like, our gifts are, like, what their pictures look like. We finally, we uh, finally I caught up like, to Wizard. <laughs> sorry, I did not I explain that. I love gifts. <laughs> I did not explain that in my head. <laughs> Um, my next one is just, I love all the magic. And I think that was, oh, that was when all the salespeople are popping up and selling stuff. Yeah. So cool. Um, I loved this, we've already talked about this, but this Ron Crumb setup is so, yeah. so funny. Um, and that's my, that's my last note. Um, my last night was just, like, I thought it was a nice gesture of Harry to buy the Omniloculars. Yeah. And I was like, Ron, like, just accept it. And the way that Harry, like, really... He tried to do it, like, he he wasn't even trying to be like, oh, I'm gonna do this nice thing. No, but he was smart about it. Like, yeah. he, cause he thought about, like, how Ron would respond. Yeah. And, like, oh, I just, my kind, kind, wee little babe. Alright, what's your quizzy quiz quiz? Quiz, 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 quiz. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Um, okay. What does Mr. Perkins have? Like, why can't they, um, why can they use his tent? Lombardo. Lumbago. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very good. I am so nervous. I am listen to this in a while. Okay, yeah, this might be kind of hard, actually. <laughs> this would have been easier if you had just listened to it, but, okay, so, um, Arthur's meeting, telling them about all the people passing by, like, um... I'm giving Molly a face. Cuthbert Mockridge and Gilbert Wimple, and I just said, can you name the different departments that they're all from? No. <laughs> um... You can't name any of them? Okay, what if I give you the name? Okay, so there's Cuthbert Mockridge, head of the... That one's actually kind of hard. Or Okay, how about Bode and Croker? Bode. Bode. <laughs> Think the next book. Um... You can't 
say anything. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. He's the part Department of Mystery. Yeah. Okay, so the other ones are Accidental Magical Reversal Squad. An obligator. Um, yeah. The guy with the horns was the Committee of Experimental Charms. He's had those horns for a while now. <laughs> and then the Goblin Liaison Office. Yeah, I was, I, it's been too long. Yeah, I know. That was kind of hard. No, I mean, it would have been good if we had actually done it last week. I probably yeah. would have done better, but, like, I just wasn't. <laughs> okay, what did you, I just saw who my champ was. We have the same champ. We discussed this last week. Did we? In the last episode, we were like, I think we have the same champ. But did we ever say it out loud? No, but I'm sure. Okay. My champ is one, two, three. Archie! (laughs) I just, like, giggled and seen it on my paper. Oh, yeah. I I looked at it, and then, like, I was like, who's? And I was like, Archie! Okay, my red... I thought I was doing a weird, like, nickname for, like, uh, Mr. Weasley. Well, so, I think that Archie was kind of, like, my parentheses champ, and then I kind of wrote, like, diagonally champ slash rat was Ludo and Barty, because they're both kind of, like, both to me. Yeah. Because, um, actually, I didn't say this when we were talking about Barty Crouch, because I think, I think we might have gotten sidetracked. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but that... He doesn't seem, like, I don't know, he, he doesn't strike me as, like, a bad guy right off the bat. Like, he's very, like, you know, prim and proper and stuff, but he's, like, yeah. obviously very good at his job, and he's, like, mm-hmm. all business and stuff, and he's, like, I don't know, so he's not, like, bad, but he's not likable. Mm-hmm. I don't know, so that's why he was kind of, like, in the middle, and same with Ludo. Like, I know what Ludo turns into, um, like, with the gambling stuff, but, right. like, he comes off as, like, this jovial guy, so I just said, like, kind of half and half for them. My rat is the guy who's doing his job, um, obliviating Mr. Roberts. Aww. I just don't think it's right. I, I would be upset. Questions. I would be upset. I feel like his memories are messed up. And, like, and then he has to go home and everyone thinks he has dementia because he's a muggle. And I just, I took it seriously, too seriously perchance, but Yikes. mayhap. Um, I gave it kind of low points, 50. Oh, I like this chapter. I did too. I gave it 100 points. I like it, but I guess I just gave it 50 because I like all the magic, but I guess it was kind of just, uh... I like going through and seeing all the different cultures and the magic and stuff like that. I did too, so I don't know why I gave it so low because I've been giving other points higher. Maybe you were, like, feeling the pressure because I was lowballing. Yeah. Well, I guess now we're, like, kind of even. (laughs) We've all... We've all been there. <coughs> Do you have a password for next week? Oh, um, <coughs> okay. Um, who is, whose underwear do we see? I'm sorry, that was a weird one. I don't think that happens in this chapter. I don't know. How about who, um, which team catches the snitch? That's a fair, that's a better one. You're okay. right, that probably doesn't happen in the next chapter. I, like, feel like it's all, this, this whole Quidditch section is together. It's like one chapter. Yeah. It's like the Wormtail reveal chapter. Yeah, I was like, what's going on? All right, well, it's been a great app. <laughs> it's been a what? It's been a great, um, 
great, great, grape. <laughs> the most seed, seamless grape episode. A seedless grape a episode, seedless if you will. <laughs> <clears throat> Can you just sign us off, please? <laughs> you started. No, you started. You started. I always started. But that's how it works. Okay, fine. Charmed, I'm sure. Stay magical. That doesn't make sense that way. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.